Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, August 18th. Hope you're having a great day. We're glad to have you with us on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, Those that are listening on the radio app, those on our podcast, we welcome you. And those that are watching today on Facebook and on YouTube, thank you for joining us and taking the time to be with us. I hope you're having a good day. If you're listening in live, it is noon, it's lunchtime, and I hope you either have already had lunch Uh, I hope you're eating lunch or hope you're going to have some lunch soon, you know, and if not, you might need to get some plans, you know, figure it out what sounds good for today. Uh, But I hope you're having a great day. Hope you can take a lunch break and uh, take some time to uh, get a break, get a bite to eat, and then go back after it for a great uh, afternoon and a great evening. I want to say today a happy birthday to Gail Beal and then a happy birthday to Cindy Green. I hope you ladies uh, have a great day today. Uh, We had a great service last night, our prayer meeting and Bible study. We're going through the book of Revelation And uh, I told our people at the very beginning, I said, it's going to take a while, so please don't get in a hurry. Uh, Don't expect us to go through the book of Revelation in five weeks or whatever. It's going to be a lot longer than that. Uh, But we're taking our time. We're trying to to make it uh, understandable. Uh, We want it to be practical. We want it to be very clear. I don't want it to be boring. Uh, But I want us to know the Bible. And I think we do ourselves a disservice when all we ever do is just we skim over. We, We get the summary. Uh, If God wanted us to have just a summary, he'd have given us a summary, but God's given us his word. He wants us to study it. Uh, Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed. You say, a workman? I thought we're talking about studying the Bible. We are. And it takes work to study the scriptures. Uh, Jesus uh, told uh, the, uh, the, the Pharisees, he said, search the scriptures. Search them. Search them out. The Bible says in Acts 17 that the people at Berea, the city of Berea, were more noble than those in Thessalonica and that they searched the scriptures daily to see whether those things were so. Uh, Paul said, don't take my word for it. Search the scriptures. See what the Bible says. And so the Bible says that we are to study, to show ourselves approved unto God. Uh, We want to meet God's approval. We are workmen that need not to be ashamed because we are rightly dividing the word of truth. And that takes some work. That takes some study. That takes some thought. That takes some focus. Uh, If you're going to really study something, you have to eliminate some distractions. You have to put your focus, put your mind to it, uh, get your attention on it. And so I hope that uh, you do study the scriptures. Hope you get in the word of God. Hope you have a Bible study. Hope you have a Bible reading schedule that you're going through. And I hope you get something from the Bible. So we've enjoyed that on Wednesday nights. Um, We are back to Master Clubs. That's our children's program, uh, ages uh, three and a half through the sixth grade. Then we have a program for all of our teens 
uh, 7th through 12th grade. And so we had a good service last night, and we're looking forward to a great day Sunday. Let's be in prayer for our church. Let's continue to pray for our school, and uh, let's be in prayer for um, our, our ministries, pray for our missionaries, and let's pray for one another. Well, let's get to a song. Uh, here's a great song, a great reminder that it is still the cross. Uh, it's not about uh, religion. It's not about a denomination. It's not about the good things that you and I do, but it's, it's the cross, and it's still the cross. Uh, that saves us. It's still the blood of Jesus Christ that cleanses us from sin. I hope you'll enjoy this song, and after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 127. It's not conservative or liberal, however they're defined. It's not about interpretation or the judgment of the mind. It's the opposite of politics, power or prestige. It's about a simple message. And whether we believe it's still the cross, it's still the blood of Calvary that cleanses sin and sets the captive free. It's still the name, the name of Jesus that has power to save the lost. It's still the cross. It's still the cross. Now some may water down theology and preach a word to suit our needs. Some may justify sweet subtle lies that are wrapped in noble deeds. Some may alter their convictions to adapt to social wills, but they cannot change the gospel or the truth contained within. It's still the cross. It's still the blood of Calvary that cleanses sin and sets the captive free. It's still the name, the name of Jesus that has power to save the lost. It's still the cross, though some may say it's man's religion or ancient history. The cross of Jesus still remains the price for sin that sets us free. sin and sets the captive free. It's still the name, the name of Jesus that has power to save the lost. It's still the cross. It's still the cross. It's still the cross. Psalm 127, we saw yesterday in Psalm 127, verse number four, that uh, children are compared to arrows in the hand of a mighty man. Now, 
I, 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 I don't have time to get into all this on the radio, but yesterday in chapel, I talked about that word mighty. Oh, that's a powerful word. You see, the Bible uses that word mighty to describe our God, uh, Jesus Christ. His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Well, that word mighty literally in Isaiah 9, it refers to a mighty warrior, a, a mighty soldier, someone who is powerful in battle. Well, here we see that the arrows should be in the hand of a mighty man, not just any man. But, but a mighty man, someone who has strength, someone who has power, uh, a warrior in the Bible. We, that's our theme or that's our mascot for our Christian school. We are the Victory Christian Academy Warriors. A warrior is one who is strong and experienced in battle. And as Christians, we ought to be strong. And we ought to be experienced. We ought to say, hey, uh, we're not just serving God for a day or a week or a month, but we're going to serve God for a year and, and then five years and 10 years and 20 years and serve God for a lifetime. Uh, one preacher, when I was, I think I was a teenager, I heard this, but one preacher said this. He said, Christianity is not measured in days, but it's measured in decades. And I hope that we will strive to serve God for decades and not just for a few days. But the arrows are in the hand of a mighty man. So let me ask you, mom or dad, let me ask you, parent, let me ask you, Sunday school teacher or Christian school teacher or public school teacher or coach, uh, let me ask you, grandparent, let me ask you, are you and I, are we the mighty men and women of God that we need to be so that we can guide and we can direct the arrows that God has placed in our hands. We talked about yesterday how that youth is so important because uh, habits are formed in the youth. Uh, many times, children are the ones they get saved as children. A person gets saved as a child. Later in life, somebody can still get saved. No doubt about it. I'm glad for that. I've seen people saved in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. I, I don't know if I've seen anybody saved in their 90s. I, maybe I have, but I know for sure 70s and 80s. But here's what I'm saying. Youth is so important. And it's so important that young, as, as children, as they're young, that we teach them the Word of God, that they can receive it in their youth. I was called to preach as a teenager. I told you about that yesterday. Most habits are formed uh, in our early years, our eating habits, um, our, our financial habits. It's amazing, uh, all of that. We talked about that. But the arrows must be shaped. Uh, an arrow has to be shaped. Let God shape you. Let the Bible shape you. Let the Holy Spirit shape you. If you're a young person listening, let your parents, your pastor, your youth pastor, uh, your, 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 your Christian leaders, let them shape you. Let them help you. Let them guide you. you. Say, well, I've got a teacher and they're telling me to do something different from the Bible. Well, then that's not the teacher you want to follow. You want to follow God. But, but follow those that are in authority in your life as they follow God and as they follow the Word of God. We need to uh, uh, shape young people. Next, we need to prepare them. A an arrow must be prepared. It must be prepared so that it can be useful and effective in battle. But then an arrow must be sharpened for effectiveness. An arrow must be sharpened, and, and to, to be sharpened, this is going to take, uh, the word I will use is the word friction, right? Uh, uh, iron sharpeneth iron, but you got to have some friction. It's not always going to be comfortable. 
uh, you as a young person or you as a young adult or you as a middle-aged adult or you as a senior citizen, all of us need correction. All of us need instruction. Uh, the Word of God, it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Why? That the man of God may be perfect, complete, truly furnished unto all good works. We need correction in our lives. You know, if you and I are gonna take correction, it means we're gonna to have to listen. Boy, it's hard to listen, isn't it? Because we like to talk. We, we like to tell everybody else what to do, but we need to listen and receive correction so that we can be sharpened. Uh, iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Here's what that means. If you have a true friend, they're going to tell you uh, what needs to change. They're going to tell you how you can do better. They're going to encourage you. They're going to love you, but they're also going to tell you the truth. And I'll tell you, sometimes the truth hurts. Sometimes we don't like it. Uh, sometimes it hurts our feelings, but we need to be sharpened. And God's word will sharpen you. It is a, 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 a the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. You run your life against the Bible, it will sharpen you. It will correct you. It will produce some friction in your life. Listen and then learn. I think about children as arrows. Uh, they must be shaped. They must be prepared. They must be sharpened. But then they must reach their potential. You know, an arrow doesn't do a lot of good sitting on a shelf. An arrow doesn't do a lot of good uh, uh, sitting in the pouch. The arrow must be used, and the arrow has great potential. There is purpose. Uh, God has a purpose for your life. God's purpose for your life is not just to, to, to show how beautiful you are and just to show everybody how wonderful you are. God's purpose for your life is to go out and help somebody. God's purpose is for you to share the gospel. God's purpose is for you to, to encourage somebody along the pathway of life. There's a purpose. But then I'll say this, uh, arrows are valuable. Uh, a, a mighty hunter, a man who is going out to hunt or a man who's going out to war, he would not just take those arrows and he would not just throw them on the ground. He would not allow those arrows to be trampled over. He wouldn't lose an entire pack of, the, of those arrows and say, oh, well, I don't know, I guess I'll never find those. No, no, no. Arrows must be cared for. And can I tell you, our children need to be protected. Our children are so valuable to God. Uh, our, our children, their lives should not be wasted. Uh, their lives should not uh, fall a prey into uh, the hands of Satan. Our children need some protection. And we have a responsibility as parents. We have a responsibility as leaders. We have a responsibility as authorities, those that, that, that God has entrusted children into our care. Uh, may we never take that lightly. Uh, may we never take that responsibility casually, but may we take that responsibility and realize that to whom much is given, much shall be required. We will stand before God. I will stand before God as the pastor of this church, and I will give an account for what I've done as the pastor at Victory Baptist Church. I will stand before God and I will give an account for how I have been as a father to the children that God has entrusted in my care. I'll stand before God as a husband uh, with the wife, the, the, the gift that God has given me in my wife, Joanna. I will answer to God for the kind of husband that I have been and how I've taken care of her, how I've tried to help her, try, how I've tried to be there for her. You see, our children are so valuable. Let's not 
waste their lives. Let's not allow them to waste their lives, but let's nurture them. Let's guide them. Let's teach them and let's train them. I hope that helps you today. I've got more I want to say about protecting our children. I don't think I'll take the time to get into that today, but we'll get into it tomorrow and I hope that'll be a help and a blessing. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.